Hi, you're listening to Your Best with my nanny, Kathy Weckworth. Hi, this is Kathy Weckworth, Executive Director of Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best, a motivational, inspirational 30 minutes that will help you want to be your best. Today's topic is building up your confidence level. Today we're talking about something that everyone deals with. It doesn't matter if you're young or old, if you're male or female, where you grew up, what nationality you are. None of that makes a difference because we all deal with the same thing, a confidence level. Where do you find your confidence? Over the years, I've studied people. What makes some overly confident? What makes others not have enough confidence? It's an age-old challenge, and today I want to get all of us to face it and really think about it. How do we balance a healthy self-esteem? How do we get to the place where we don't compare ourselves to everyone else? How do we live in our own skin and do it comfortably? I found throughout Scripture that God really does exalt the humble hearts, and very often He will challenge us to grow in this area by allowing us to fall flat on our faces. And believe me, I have had enough failures and enough attempts. I know exactly what it's like to fall flat on my face. Sometimes we put all of our confidence in our looks, our demographics, jobs, families, our money, skill set, or our spouse. Listener, think about it. Where do you find your confidence? Well, for me personally, I spent a lot of years feeling comf- comfortable and confident myself because of my job. I felt confident in what I was doing and how God was using me and what I was accomplishing. But then it would hit. Some experience that made me feel like I was totally inept, all of my confidence would be shaken. Or I'd look at someone who was new and upcoming with a slant on my job, and i think, I'm not great like that. What am I even doing this for? In my everyday world, where I did what came easy and I was often praised and highly sought after, I felt good about myself. But once God called me out of that job to start my own nonprofit, ah, friends, I went to the bottom of the ladder. I was so insecure. I had no idea what I was doing. The last rung, that's where he sent me to. I had to start all over. I realized that I was uncomfortable. I was unsure. I was insecure when I was operating out of my comfort zone. And that made me realize something very simple about all of us. If we're too entrenched in what we do, we become complacent with who we are. Let me say it again. If we're too entrenched in what we do, we become complacent with who we are. If we have all of our confidence based in performance, at some place in time, we will definitely lose it all. I was thinking all along, that everything I was and all that I encompassed my entire being was just what I knew how to do. That's it. It was a job. 49 steps back, I realized I had taken my place of residency up in the old, this is who I am and this is what I do line. And I forgot who I really am. Just simple me, a child of God. Is it so bad, so boring to just be to just be God's child? Can we accept that and not have to spin around a dance and prove to the world that we're valuable? When we start thinking that our values come from our jobs or our families, our finances, friends, people's opinions, I believe that's when God comes in to remind us 
this is not truth. You see, people's opinions of us, things, places, jobs, they can all change. Sometimes that reminder can take the form of changing a job like I did, or losing your finances, or having declining health, or whatever it takes for God to remind us that our value isn't supposed to come from these external things. Our value comes from the center, the core of who he is, because he created us, not who we are. And so after years of struggling and wondering, what can I do to get that person to like me? Are you that way? Because I find myself that way very often. Or how can I improve that I'm good at this or that and get better? I'm finally settling into the front seat of my own car on this journey of life. And as I settle in, I realize all that's really important is that I'm putting Christ first in whatever I do, and that it's his opinion and his alone that's what matters. Wow, isn't it just amazing? His opinion, the only one that matters. Do you think that you can believe that with me? God sent his son to die for us. That's how much he believes in you and me. But how do we really get to that place of a healthy self-esteem? How can we trust God with who we are and not worry about what people think, not worry about what we tell ourselves? Well, we're going to work through that topic in this episode. And to start us off, here's a word from God about this topic. You ready? It's from Ephesians 2, 7 through 10. This is the message version. Now God has us where he wants us with all the time in the world and the next to shower grace and kindness upon us in Christ Jesus. Saving is all his idea and all his work. All we do is trust him enough to let him do it. It's God's gift from start to finish. We don't play the major role, because if we did, we'd probably go around bragging that we'd done the whole thing. No, we neither make nor save ourselves. God does both the making and saving. He creates each of us by Christ Jesus to join him in the work he does the good work he has gotten ready for us to do, work we had better be doing. Wow, I love those verses. You see, this life we have is really about what God is making of it. How can we help him? How can we be our best? What's our purpose? You see, when our eyes are off of ourselves, what we look like, what we can and cannot do, and we focus on God and the fact that he wholeheartedly loves and accepts us the way we are, we can be free from self-doubt or overconfidence. I look at it like this. It's three layers. The middle layer is where we want to be, healthy self-esteem. The underbelly is that, I'm so terrible. I can't do this. I'm really awful. The over the top is, I'm so fabulous. Can you even believe it? We don't want to be that. We don't want to be the over the under. We want to just be right in the center of God's will with a balance. When our confidence resides in Christ alone, we begin to get a better grip on things, a better balance. Listeners joining me in the studio to talk about self-confidence is programming director for KDIO radio station in Ortonville, Minnesota, radio personality, fabulous vocalist, and my friend, Julie French. Welcome, Julie, to the show. Hi, Kathy, and thank you so much for having me. It's, It's an honor to be on your program. Usually, I'm on the other side of these conversations. I know. I love it. I love it. This is so fun to me. So, Julie, we're going to launch right into a difficult topic. You know, confidence, having confidence in yourself can be really tricky. Sometimes it's something that is as simple as somebody saying something to you that can throw you for a big loop. 
And I know it takes a lot of confidence to become a leader or to run a business and certainly to be a radio host. And that's what you are. Where did you find your confidence to start in this role in Radioland? Well, Kathy, this was a door that was open to me as a part-time position and evolved into a full-time position. And I wouldn't say I had a great deal of confidence back then. We're talking about back in the 90s. Mm. So I just had a will and a desire to try something that I thought would be fun. I was in my 20s. I was still looking for my place in life. I was working full-time at a nursing home, and I heard about a part-time opening at a local radio station. So I interviewed and started working the evening shift and some weekends. Now, I should mention that when I was in school, in high school, as a teen, I didn't have a lot of confidence. I was not a member of the quote-unquote in crowd. I was teased. I was picked on. And my solace came from playing music and Mm. listening and singing to music. And my dream was one day to perform professionally. Being in radio gave me a platform to work on, but the thing is, in radio, you can't see who you're talking to. So it's kind of like being in a room by yourself and practicing. Right. And believe me, I did a lot of that. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So thinking about that, you know, it's the same thing for me. I was just one of those kids that kind of floated between the really popular and the regular everyday kid. And it was easy for me to be friends with them, but I found the same thing. My solace was going to the band room, shutting the door with a piano and writing music or singing. And so I love that that's, you know, where you are now, that you're kind of surrounded by music and behind that microphone. And I love that radio voice of yours. Oh, when thank you, you. When you first began, did you ever feel insecure? Well, you kind of mentioned that you did, but did you combat those fears with anything, you know, on purpose? I mean, did you kind of walk through it? And, and do you ever feel like right now, today, you have moments of insecurity? Oh, Kathy, I was so insecure when I started. I would lay in bed at night, and I would go through my shift in my head over mm-hmm. and over. Would I push the wrong button? What about the timing? You know, there's so much of this that involves timing. I wasn't as worried about things I would say as I was about doing something wrong on the technical end of what I was doing. And, of course, back then, radio was very different, too. It required a lot more attention from the DJ at the time, and we've kind of evolved now to the place where things are more simple. So I guess I overcame the barriers by actually practicing and doing hard work, and I was trying really hard to be as fluid as those who were teaching me Now, granted, at that time in my life, Kathy, I wasn't as close to God as Mm -hmm. I am now. I wasn't as close as I should have been. I should have spent time praying and trying to be secure in what I was doing. And as far as feeling insecure now, oh, sure, there are times that everybody does. It's difficult now when I feel insecure because usually... It's a technical problem that requires an engineer or their ability to fix it. Right. I can work on the air and talk, and that's not a problem. But, you know, the whole thing is about baby steps. I, I liken it to when a baby begins to walk. 
that child doesn't start out being confident. They're wobbly. They stumble. They fall. And we all do. And as you grow and as you practice, and that goes true with your religious beliefs and your faith as well, you become more confident. You develop that feeling of confidence. And I'll say that as far as being on air goes, I've had so many experiences. I could probably write a book about the different things that have happened to me. But I try to provide a professional program for our listeners. But on the same side, I'm human, and I do make mistakes. Things go wrong, and that happens in life. You know, I run across a name I'm unfamiliar with. Maybe I don't pronounce it correctly. I still hit a wrong button now and then. And the thing I thought about leading up to this, Kathy, is that there's only one person I know who is perfect, and that's God. Mm -hmm. And I don't get as worked up or excited right now as I used to when things would go wrong. Sometimes you just have to laugh. Learn from your mistakes. You do. You really And build on what you have. Right. And that kind of leads me into my next question for you, because um, as we have successes and failures, you know, what happens to our confidence level? And I think about this, you know, last night, my husband, Farmer Dean, and I were over babysitting Cordelia, and she's been really behind in walking. We knew that she could walk, but she just wants to crawl. She can do it so much faster. And so as we've been, you know, thinking, um, how can we encourage her? It's it's so true. Just you using your example of that, because, you know, last night we got her walking and she was so cute and so wobbly. But the more that she did it and the more that we cheered her on, the more she became so confident and just was doing better and better. How have you dealt with um, success and failure? Are you a person who you know, gets angry with yourself and mad when you make mistakes, or do you, you know, just let it roll off your back, or or what do you think? If you had asked me that question 20 years ago, the answer would definitely have been that I was very hard on myself. Mm. My dad always told me, even when I was, you know, playing music or singing, you are your worst critic, and it was so true. Mm. I felt like Honestly, if I beat myself up enough, other people wouldn't have to. Sure. You know, and it's those words that really, they get in your head. And they do, they do. You, you have to overcome them. And now, when something happens or something goes wrong, I do try to use humor to get through it. I've changed a lot. Oh, that's <laughs> wonderful. I started in this business. Yeah. And I've changed a lot in my faith walk as well especially in the last few months. Um, And I just think that if we can learn to laugh at ourselves a little more, it helps to get through those times of difficulty. It's not always appropriate to laugh, mind you. Right. But it is something that we need to be a little more light Mm -hmm. on ourselves. We don't need to carry these heavy burdens and, and carry them around for hours and days at a time, which I would do. Right, right. And as I think as musicians, too, you know, we are people that are harder on ourselves because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're trying to produce the best music. I know you're a vocalist, and I'm a vocalist and a pianist. And so I think so many times I would just be so upset thinking, how could I possibly, you know, make that mistake? I've practiced so much, or 
how has that gone? But I've, I've learned over the years that it's really important to just look at the times when I've done things and they've gone well and focus on those versus the times when, you know, it didn't go so well. So often we'll have maybe 20 people say, thank you, I enjoyed that or I was encouraged by that. And then you'll have one person that said, did you know that last whole, you know, line was flat? And then, you know, you're thinking about that the whole time. You're never listening to people that are saying it was, you know, enjoyable or or, or, I appreciate that. So I have kind of had to work with my failures to learn what can I do to make them successes. Mm -hmm. Recently, you took on a role, Julie, and I'm so proud of you because I kind of walked through this with you, um, some of your questioning and thoughts and prayers. We prayed together about it. You took on the role of being a youth leader at your church And this was just out of the box. I mean, it was a call from God saying, get up and do something completely different from Radioland. And, you know, you're volunteering at at this church, taking care of these people, um, kids. And and that's a tough job. So what has God taught you about confidence in Him in your own walk through this, you know, call that you've recently had? Oh, Kathy, you say out of the box. And you know, it, it was so out of my box, for sure. I never dreamed that I would be working with a group of teenagers. I have uh, students that are 12 and up, okay? So when I was asked to consider that position, my response was actually, you're joking, right? I mean, that wasn't me. But it was something that just would not leave my mind. I kept thinking about it, and I kept... I couldn't get rid of it. I finally said, okay, God... If that's what you want me to do, then I'll do it. And following that, I was inundated with these thoughts about, I've got thousands of reasons why this isn't going to (laughs) work. Yeah. (laughs) And I called on the best prayer warrior I know, Kathy Weckworth. Oh, you're too kind to me. (laughs) And do you remember the comforting words of encouragement that you gave me? When we talked that day, I remember trying to encourage, and I also really prayed that God would give me the words. So I don't know what He said to you through me, but I hope it was good. It was. And the main thing was, you know, trust God. Mm-hmm. If He calls you to a place in life to share your talent, yeah. whatever that may be, and thank heaven we all have different ones, or it would be kind of a boring world to live in. Exactly. But if God calls you to use that talent, there is a reason for it. And believe it or not, He is going to give you the ability to carry through what He has called you to do. Absolutely. And I think it's so important for the listeners to just realize that God doesn't call us when we're perfect and doing something stupendous and wonderful. He likes to work through that process of the journey is where we learn. We learn how to be better. We learn about what He wants us to know. And so, listeners, we're going to take a moment and tune into this fabulous song by Illuminate called Banner of Love. When we give things over to God, our purpose, our goals, our hearts, our souls, God uses us. And what better place than to receive confidence from God, not from other people, but directly from Him. So let's give this song a listen. There's a fight between my heart and soul 
When my pride tries to take control It's hard to see what I was meant to be And we are living in a world without a cause And there's a need that seems impossible But I can't hear, I hear you calling me To raise a banner of love up high in the city streets One hope for all the world to see Be my banner of love This love is a burning flame One voice crying out your name You're my banner of love You're my banner of love Only you can see my destiny And only you can be the strength I need Just tuning in today, you're listening to Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, and today's topic is a healthy self-confidence. My guest is radio personality Julie French from KDIO out of Ortonville, Minnesota. Julie, if you could encourage our listeners today about developing a healthy self-esteem, what would you tell them? I found several Bible verses that I want to use as encouragement to answer your question. The first one is in 1 Peter chapter 4, and it starts with verse 8. It says, Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. 
Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. And another one I came up with was Proverbs 23, verse 7. So a man thinketh, so he is. If your mind is fed with those negative and condescending thoughts, that's what you're going to be. That's right. You need to get into the Word to build up your spirit and your confidence. You need to hear the good words that make you feel better about yourself. And we need to do this for other people, too, not just, you know, have people lavish us with wonderful praises exactly. and encouragement. Yes. But I think, especially in the world we live in today, mm-hmm. if we took more time to be uplifting to more people, the reward would be fabulous. And what a, what a community we'd live in. Yes, totally. Well, Julie, thanks so much for being here today and talking about confidence levels. I know for me, whenever I look around and I think about people and what they're saying, I can get really dragged into that and I can start feeling good about myself or bad about myself. But I agree with you wholeheartedly, the best place to think about where we can find the truth about ourselves is from Scripture, and that is that God loves us no matter what. So thanks so much for being on the show, and blessings to you. Thank you, Kathy. Listeners, here are my top seven verses. Are you ready? On developing a healthy self-confidence, listen closely to God's Word for you and me. Number one, I'm a child of God, John 1, 12. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Number two, I have a new life. Colossians 3, 4, your old life is dead. Your new life, which is your real life event, though invisible to spectators, is with Christ in God. He is your life. Number three, I will not be afraid. 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Number four, I am starting out new and fresh, Isaiah 43, 19. I'm about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Number five, I am not broken, but I'm whole in Christ. Colossians 2, 9 and 10. God's whole nature is living in Christ in human form. Because you belong to Christ, you have everything you need. He is the ruler over every power and authority. Number six, I am free from blame, Romans 8, 1 and 2. With the arrival of Jesus the Messiah, that fateful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter into Christ's being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous low-lying black cloud. Number seven, I am confident, Philippians 4, 13. I can do everything by the power of Christ. He gives me strength. Hi, this is Sarah Groves, and you're listening to Your Best with Kathy Weckworth. Listeners, here are some helpful steps to beginning your journey towards working on a good, healthy self-esteem. Here we go. Ready? Number one, sit down and write out your strengths. What do you do well? How has God gifted you? Maybe you're thinking, I don't do anything well, but that's not true because God gives gifts. Think about what you do well. Write it down. Number two, list your accomplishments. In the past two years, what have you done? Where have you gone? Nothing is too small. 
Maybe you ran a short race or you wrote some blogs or maybe you sang in front of thousands of people. Write it down. Number three, list five things that you've heard your friends and family say about you that are positive. If you can't remember, call your family and say, what do you see in me? Number four, manage your thoughts. Remember what the interview was with me earlier with Julie French? We talked about how we think and how we think affects how we act. Manage those thoughts. Learn from other people. Learn from yourself. Number five, be kind and generous to others. Give of yourself, your time, and your talents. You're going to feel better. Actually, we become our best when we help others. Number six, lastly, get some goals for this year. Don't be afraid. Nothing too big. Just start simple. Start challenging yourself. Say, what are my strengths? What am I going to do to get better? And then we build confidence by doing things and succeeding. So when we start small, we take baby steps, we can do it. That builds confidence. Friends, have you ever heard of the five Ps? Prior planning prevents poor performance. That's hard to say if you say it fast. When you set yourself up for success by being prepared, planning every minute, you get ready for life and you succeed. Each time you try something, you're going to have a good experience. You're going to build your confidence and then you're going to start over. Here's a quote from Helen Keller that I love. Optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without hope and confidence. Wow, that's a great, great thought. I think that anything can be done. I think that we can do our best and succeed at it when we put our mind right at it. Let me leave you with this wonderful creative quote from one of my favorite people in my kid's childhood. Fred Rogers from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Here's what he says. If you could only sense how important you are to the lives of those you meet, how important you can be to the people you may never even dream of, there's something of yourself that you leave at every meeting with another person. Let me pray with you. Dear Jesus, sometimes we get caught up in who we think we should be and we're not there. Help us to look outward. Help us to look inward, to have faith and confidence in you and bless our efforts. In Jesus' name, amen. If you missed last week's show, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes at Kathy Weckworth, your best. For more encouragement and hope, log on to our website at bestlifeministries.com. And for more information about me, you can log on to kathyweckworth.com. Hey, thanks for being with us today. And until next time, I encourage you to go out and be your best. Yeah.